Hour number two of the G.I. Jake Show right here on Fan Run Radio. Jake Miller alongside Brett Hollander, Marcus Young, intern Jack. One more hour. It is time for the sit rep presented by Sun Upholstery and Fabric. Tennessee drops the game. South Carolina last night, 63-59. to Dalton Connect would have 31, but it would not be enough as Tennessee just could not get anything going offensively last night. Very uncharacteristic offense from this team. Up next, you have quite possibly the end of the NCAA as we know it. State of Tennessee and the Commonwealth of Virginia have sued the NCAA. This is a statement from the Attorney General's office in Nashville. Says on Wednesday, Tennessee Attorney General Jonathan Scrimetti, along with Virginia, sued the National Collegiate Athletic Association, known as the NCAA, for violating federal antitrust laws with its anti-competitive restrictions on the ability of current and future student athletes to benefit from their name, image, and likeness. These anti-competitive restrictions violate the Sherman Act, harm current and future student athletes, as well as the state, and should be enjoined. Says, quote, student athletes are entitled to rules that are clear and rules that are fair, said Attorney General. Quote, college sports wouldn't exist without college athletes, and those students shouldn't be left behind while everyone else involved prospers. The NCAA restrains on the NCAA's restraints on prospective students' ability to meaningfully negotiate NIL deals violate federal antitrust law. Only Congress has the power to impose such limits. After the Supreme Court ruled that the NCAA violated antitrust law by imposing unreasonable restraints on the compensation college athletes may receive, Tennessee and other states enacted laws to foster a thriving NIL market for the benefit of student-athletes. Contrary to those state laws, the NCAA has adopted a shifting and opaque series of rules and guidelines that thwart the ability of student-athletes to get fair compensation for their NIL. Currently, the NCAA prohibits prospective student-athletes from discussing potential NIL opportunities with schools and collectives prior to enrolling. Prospective students are, one, prevented from negotiating with collectives, two, unable to review NIL offers prior to making enrollment decisions, and three, cannot adequately consider the full scope of NIL-related services a school might offer upon enrollment. Student-athletes generate massive revenues for the NCAA, its members, and other constituents in the college sports industry, none of whom would dare accept such anti-competitive restrictions on their ability to negotiate their own rights. Student-athletes shouldn't be left behind while everyone else profits from their achievements. That is coming from the Tennessee State Attorney General. Marcus, you had some quotes you wanted to read off as well. Yeah, I'm going to go backwards in the timeline. Um, so I've got Governor Bill Lee also made a statement saying, the University of Tennessee has been nothing but forthcoming with the NCAA, and I thank Chancellor Don Duplowman for taking a stand on behalf of all universities and student-athletes. It's time for the NCAA to establish clear rules in the interest of student-athletes rather than try to recto- retroactively enforce ever-changing name, image, and likeness guidance. Uh, earlier before that, we did get a comment from Spire, which I thought was very, uh, very interesting to put out there too. They said in early 2022, independent of the University of Tennessee or anyone associated with the athletics program, Spire Sports entered into a mutually beneficial uh, contractual relationship with Nico. Uh, I'm going to try to say his last name. Still can't do it. That involved a limited assignment of his NIL rights, no matter which school he chose to attend. Such, quote, representation agreements have become increasingly common. 
The parties agreed to their contractual rights and obligations would be governed by California law, which freely allows uh, prospective college athletes to enter such agreements. Um, there's more to it there. You can find that on Twitter as well. And then I want to share my favorite uh, statements from Donnie Plowman because she's one of us, boys. Um, she said, quote, It is inconceivable that our institution's leadership would be cited as an example of explore, uh I can't say that word. Exemplary. Thank you. Leadership in July of 2023, then as a cautionary example of the lack of institutional control over six months later. She also said the NCAA's allegations are factually untrue and procedurally flawed. Moreover, it is intellectually dishonest for the NCAA enforcement staff to pursue infractions uh, infraction cases as if student-athletes have no NIL rights and as if institutions all have been functioning post Alston and with a clear and unchanging set of rules, willf- willfully violating them. So, long story short, she. And by the way, like I, I listened to a couple of shows on the station yesterday, and they're hundred percent right. This she wrote three pages. Yeah, she was prepared. Mm-hmm. She knew this was going to happen, and she hundred um, percent. Like you don't write a three-page rebuttal like right. an hour or not even an hour after the news drops well and like we had said earlier in the show you know this is something that we hinted at on overtime like back in november maybe even october because we had gotten wind that you know the ncaa might be looking into nico and we just pushed it to the side it's like well they don't have any power anymore why why is this even a thing this shouldn't even be shouldn't even be relevant i mean we might have talked about it for all of like 30 seconds then moved on because there we really thought there was no merit to it and there's not. This is this is clearly the NCAA trying to cling on to whatever power they have left. Uh, well, they're about to lose it all and in court. The other thing is, um, the article by Pat Forty said it was across all sports, and for whatever reason, the things that are popping out that are leaking out has to do with just football and Nico in particular, and that's the issue that comes down to it is they're trying to cling to anything right now. And they see a eight million eight million dollar man, and they want mm-hmm. to assume that something went wrong there. Um, I'll tell you what they need to do if you really want to make a splash and make national headlines with this. You know who you call because two of his no oh. two of his schools in his state are under the NCAA microscope for NIL violations. You call Ron DeSantis, and you want somebody that'll make a scene out of this. Regardless of whether or not you like him politically, he'll make it happen. We, we, he'll get it in front of everybody, whether you want it in your face or not. Guess what? The NCAA getting sued by Virginia, by Tennessee, and by Florida. Guess what? They're done at that point. You get Ron DeSantis involved, and you're done. Because Ron DeSantis knows a little bit about law. I mean, he is he is part of JAG. I'm just going to point out in real the military. quick. I'm just going to point out real quick. Yeah, Ron DeSantis is a reservist. If you want me to have a scene... Mm-hmm. We got someone local. We don't need to go to Florida. We got Kane. We have Kane. Yeah, but he can't do anything at the state level. We uh, listen. He, he just let him be there. He's not. Gonna, he's in Florida. He's not going to be able to do anything over there. Let let Kane take control. If we're going to have, you don't anyone, think Ron DeSantis will stand up for his alma mater? He's a he's a Tennessee guy. No, Florida State. He's a Tennessee. I'm talking. We're talking Tennessee. Yeah. Let Kane take control of this. If we're going to get anybody, let Kane do this. Don't, no, I don't. Kane, Ron DeSantis, Dondi Plowman versus the NCAA. I, th- I uh, listen. You, you don't need anybody. 
they're they're prepared. No. That's the thing. So I, I know they're prepared, but you you want to have people involved in this as well. The way that this statement got put out there, everything that she said, she also mentioned that she uh, tried to reach out to the president of the NCAA to have a meeting, an in person meeting Coward. after after he said that he coward. wanted to have more meetings with presidents of, of all the universities. What a coward. And they, they declined it. So they were prepared for this. The fact that the lawsuit or the, the suit is coming uh, lawsuit is coming up at this point too tells me that they were prepared to make this decision too. And because here's the thing, and she brings up the point of if you're saying that we were good, we were good children six months ago, and now all of a sudden we're a danger <laughs> like that tells me that she was expecting probably since that notion when they said hey you guys are on probation they were probably prepared from that moment because what if you're on probation you get another issue you're you're in a lot of trouble well and right now when you look at the board of governors in the, in the ncaa you have obviously charlie baker's your president and then you have linda livingstone from baylor as the chair of it. Her term expires in August 2024. Mary Beth Cooper from Springfield College as a voting member, Division Three. Houston Davis, University of Central Arkansas. Beth DeBauchi, Commissioner of the Ohio Valley Conference. Allison Feaster, Vice President of Team Operations and Organizational Growth for the Boston Celtics. Jerry Moorhead, president of the University of Georgia. Colleen Perry-Keith, Goldie Beacom College, which is a Division II school. Isaiah Swain, graduated Division III student-athlete. Dr. What in the world? Dr. Naja West, 44th Surgeon General of the United States Army. Javon Adams-Gaston, Norfolk State. And Brian... Chody, graduated Division I student-athlete who is now bald. You also have Madeline McKenna, graduated Division II athlete. Roberta Page from Slippery Rock University of Pennsylvania. Linda Teeler, University of Florida Deputy Athletics Director. And then Lawrence Ward, who is a dean of campus life at Babson College, which is a Division three school? My question: Why are a lot of why are these people making these decisions? Why are some of those people making these decisions? Some of them should have no reason or right to determine anything that happens at an SEC, ACC, Big Ten, or Big Twelve level. They're garbage. All of them. Anybody to do with that organization? I don't care what you do in your personal life, what you do professionally institutes that you are garbage everything that they do in their professional life is doing nothing but be a deterrent to college athletes let's go back to the phones larry in georgia is next what do you say larry fellas larry long time no talk well at least on here right <laughs> what's up man I, I think this might actually be my debut on the uh, on the gi jake show i'm not positive i thought you were my first caller what? Oh no! You know what? You're right. You're right. I, I did that, and then it's just, it's just been a long pause in between. All right, cool. Well, I'm I'm honored to be back uh, with y'all, um, man. I think, and, and I, I put this out there. Y'all know that that 
video, there's a guy with a whiteboard behind him, and he's talking about, you know, you mess the, the, the bar graph behind him is about the one size mess around, and the bottom is find out. Yep. I think, I think that applies to the NCAA right now with the way things are looking. I think they have messed around on about a level nine, and they are about to find out the correlation, the correlation point to that. Um, Good luck. That's all I got to say. My over-under is, is about 12 hours from now. So by, by 11 p.m. tonight, Eastern time, Florida will be on this suit. I guarantee you. Like I said, Ron uh, DeSantis I, I is going to lead the charge in Florida. Oh, yeah. Yes, he, he's going to pick this up, and he is going to – and I tell you what, man, uh, same thing with you, Jake. Regardless of anybody's feelings about him politically-wise, I don't know that you can have a better mouthpiece in this than him to, to lead that charge because man he he's got a huge following he's sharp and like he is and really really sharp yeah yeah so um i, I give kudos to, to donnie man i i love her she she is has been so good for this university um to be ready as she was with not just with with a response but with that specific response man that the things that she says when she responds like this are just, they're not only spot on, but I mean, she's um, let's just say she's got a pair. Yes. Um, you know, I mean, because man, she she doesn't pull punches. She comes after you. She's not trying to be PC about it or anything else. She is coming after you. She's go, both guns blazing, and and but but it's funny because you know this has to go by all of her PR people. It has to go by her the the UT lawyers. And they're letting it go out just like this, too. So, you know, it's spot on. So, anyway, I, I give her kudos. But I, uh, I really the think that the NCAA... Oh, Lord. What's that? I'm saying this is the kind of woman I need to marry. Someone who's going to take down the entire NCAA. There you go, Marcus chasing would, Cougars. Marcus, she would chew you up and spit you out like yesterday's <laughs> like yesterday's chaw, brother. I ain't, mad, I ain't mad about it. I, I, I love you, man, but no way. Donnie Plowman, <laughs> break my heart. <laughs> that's awesome. I thought you were going to say go, Donnie right? Plowman ruined my life. No, that too. <laughs> but these, these guys, I tell you what, man, they're they're they paint. I think they painted themselves into a, a huge corner. Well, it's really a tiny corner because on, on the one side, if they if they keep pushing, they're going to look like buffoons because they're going to just get slammed. You know, and they look like they're overreaching buffoons. If they back down, they look like they're still overreaching buffoons, but with no spine. Mm-hmm. And my question is this: What are they going to do with schools like Alabama and Georgia? Look at the stuff just recently that they that those two schools have done with with NIL and with recruiting and with the, the transfer portal out in the open. Well, they're not going to do anything to them because they got to protect them. Well, well, and that's my my question. You know, Alabama has a player at their bowl practice that literally the same day had just gone into the transfer portal. Really? Mm-hmm. Come on. You can't tell me that that wasn't tampering. Well, they don't want to I mean, touch them and, because and they, they have to protect Alabama. They have to protect Georgia. And right now they have well, to protect and, and, Ohio State because they can't protect Michigan. But, and they weren't going to but regardless. But, Dick, that's my question. Is They, they basically they have, two, they have two ways to go. They either continue to protect them, but now because they've done some of this stuff out in the open like idiots, then the entire – everybody who, who might have looked at it before and said, oh, well, you can't – they have, there's no there's no no way to say that they they're not protecting these guys anymore. It's out in the open, out in the public. But if they if they go after them, now you're biting off the hand to feed you. You're going after your bell cows, 
and you want them to turn on you? Because the minute those schools turn on you, you're done. I mean, there's, there's absolutely – I think they're done anyway, but there's no question at that point because you've got nobody to stand in your corner. So I, I, it, it's going to get interesting, and I, and I really think – it would not surprise me one bit if this ends up being the straw that broke the NCAA's back. And oh, so. if at least for football, if there ends up being – basically they all come together and they're like, all right, so we have our conferences. We, we appoint one person as a commissioner or a couple of people as a commission above it to, to regulate a few small things. And that's it. We're done. That's all it needs to be. Larry, we appreciate the phone call, buddy. We got to keep things moving. Let's take care guys. Yep. Go be freaking orange. Absolutely. Appreciate the phone call. Larry, Phil is up next. What do you say, Philly? Hey, can't believe y'all called uh, uh, Post Joe a loser. I didn't call him a loser. Marcus called him a loser. No, right? Yeah. Well, Marcus uh, is a loser. I'll say this, Phil. At least you call in win, lose, doesn't matter. He only calls in when we lose. So, yeah, I will call him a loser for well, that. Well, I think Post Joe works for a living myself. <laughs> I work for a living, too, Phil. Yeah, I do, he probably I, tried I, to call from work. I, I, I literally... <laughs> I don't know what you want from me, Phil. I got a twelve-hour day doing work in the radio show, so you know well, that's good. I make that's it good. happen. Now, this Ganey stuff again. Uh, uh, he played two good games in SEC play, and this time he's worthless, right? Yep. That's exactly Where's the other guys? Put them in there. I mean, Triple J. Why in the world is he still playing? Because he's. I don't. I don't know. It might be a loyalty thing. I don't know what it is, but that needs to be thrown out the window. I cannot stand him, and I'll be damn glad. What are you coming. guys talking about? Uh, Josiah Jordan-James is useless on the floor. We're winning. He's not scoring? Uh, exactly. He's useless on the floor. What are you talking He ain't the reason we're winning. Why is he not? Because he's not producing anything. He's, he's playing 30 minutes on a there. winning basketball team, and he, you're saying he's doing nothing. He's doing nothing. Okay. All right. Just getting that straight. Okay. Brett, I, like, I, look. And Phil, I don't know if you heard it earlier, but I'm going to say it. You guys it. are just ridiculous. I'm going to say it again, because just in case you missed it, Phil, because as much as I did I, miss it, well, you as have much, to say something. As much as I give BJ a hard time with his points, I pointed out the fact that the last time that Triple J scored double digit points was against Tarkenton State, Tarleton, Tarleton, whatever. Like yeah. that's how much I don't care about that school. So BJ Edwards has a more recent. 10-point game than Josiah Triple Jordan. J. Yep. Like, I'm going to give, like, like, as much as I like to give BJ a hard time, I have to t- I have to look you in the face, Brett, and tell you that right now, Triple J has done nothing recently. And I get that he provides leadership. Cool. Great. But on the court, he is not producing. Go and back and look at his games, Marcus. When, what do we, you mean? When we're winning, how many points is he scoring? Last game that we won, how many points Last did he score? Zero. Okay. Before that, how many? one. Okay. Against Alabama. Did we win? Against against Florida. Did we three. win? Let's look at Mississippi these State. Ga- Are we winning these games? Well, look That's at all I'm asking. Statham. He scored three points against the Los Angeles. But you guys, you guys never brought that to me. We, you can't. Well, he's he's planning. We need somebody. If we want Phil, to, uh, he's sixth or seventh option on your team. You got to have somebody in there that can put the ball in the hole, and he's not doing it. If he's it's fifth, a son of a gun, how about the guy that's first-team All-SEC? Brett, if he is fifth or sixth option, then why is he getting 30 minutes a game as a starting rotation? That, that, but, that's where okay. He should be on the bench then. But nobody say anything about him. We're winning. We, we, yes, we, we don't are. have to worry about him. That's okay, the exactly. Then why are you worrying about him last night? Because he's a, we're losing. 
Yeah. We're okay. losing, Brett. Okay, we won last the last three games that we won. How many points did he combine for? Four points. It's a, he, he. What do you what? Look at the rest of his box score. What do Marcus, you do? Marcus, do you have a fireball then, back then, there? Then why? No, I have Mountain Dew. He I led us in rebounds right last night. He led us in assists last night. And he led us in steals last night. I'm turning your mic down so we can have Phil talk. Please. Good Lord. Y'all. Up on the wrong side of the bed, right? Oh, Lord. Oh, Marcus, he. Triple J is not that good anymore. He should have not here come back. That's the bottom line. Y'all know it. You got any brains in, in there for sales in your head? Oh, oh. <laughs> Got plenty. I mean, look at it. Good Lord. I'm not going to lie. We shouldn't come back either. I mean, let, but with, look at the rest of his box score, Phil. He did. He led you in rebounds last night. He led you in assists last night. And he led you in steals. Toby Awaka led us in. Okay, Toby Awaka. Okay, so is he to blame last night too? No, he's part of it. Connects to blame then too. No, he's the only one I. Can't. We lost. Everybody's yeah. to blame last night because we lost, right? Connects well, the only one that put points out. up. Barnes got his britches pulled down coaching hey, wise last night. I mean, that, that guy South Carolina staff, they, they just completely. Barnes' substitution patterns and the way they played defense in the first half. I'm going to have wide open threes to South Carolina half. Hey, Phil, can I ask you do we have a top 10 point guard in the country? What'd he do last night? Nobody say anything about him. Well, well, How about first-team all-conference center we supposedly have? What'd he do last night? Nobody's talking about him either. We did talk about him. He didn't produce. Okay. Then why are you jumping on Josiah James? Because he's been here for five or six years. We have a first-team all-conference two-guard. No, listen. Josiah Jordan James should be your senior leader. crap every year with Triple J. He disappears all the time. Haven't you been watching basketball? Yes, Phil, I have, but you can't say that. You didn't call last yesterday. I can damn say what I want to. I know, and I can too, Phil. <sighs> I'm saying you can't sit here and not say anything about Josiah James when he's scoring zero points when we win, one point when we win, three points when we win. He's we got not. Beat he, That's the bottom line. We got beat by South Carolina. Okay. We, we, we won. We won this out of 32 games against South Carolina. Phil, we now won. the season, we're not going to win the SEC uh, regular uh. season championship. Put it in your pot and smoke it. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You guys are crazy jumping on Joe's side. I, mean, yeah, I agree. I agree. He needs to go retire. That's the bottom line. I'm tired of looking at him. You tired of Barnes? You tired of Triple J? It's the same crap every year. It, it never. You know what's going to happen? We get an NCAA tournament. We're going to get a, a same old choke job and, and look like we did last night in the, one of these ball games. That's what we do every damn year. I mean, if you look like what you did last night, that's how it's going to be. I mean, and quite frankly, you know, well, we shouldn't even go up to Lexington, right? Yeah. Uh, Phil, what are your thoughts well, on this weekend's game at Lexington? It's going to be off ugly. <laughs> they're they're a lot more talented than South Carolina. That's South Carolina's not a bad looking team. Uh, I mean, good lord, they remind you a lot of that uh, that 2017-2018 Tennessee team. Team that was projected to finish uh, 13th in conference ended up, you know, splitting a share of the SEC regular season title. And you know, South Carolina they're playing good ball right now. I mean, they're 18 and three. Six and two in conference. They got beat by thirty by Alabama. 
at home. They got beat by 30 by, by Alabama. They just beat us. We're the number five team in the country. It was an embarrassing loss last night. That Alabama was beat them at Alabama. They didn't beat them at South Carolina. Well, it doesn't matter. They lost by 30. We beat Alabama by what? What did we beat Alabama by? We blew Alabama out. Exactly. We it's take the games to different scores. I mean, that's, you know. I don't know what happened last night. That was embarrassing. So how, I mean, if you use that analogy, uh, uh, Kansas City wouldn't even be in the Super Bowl. Everybody thinks uh, they're no good, and Patrick Mahomes is a loser, and he's a, man, he's going to give him another ring. It's pretty cool, Marcus. How do you like that? <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I've, I'm over here trying to gather myself after that nonsense that's happening on the other side of the table for me. So, you know. God, Phil, I got excited. Yeah. I thought Marcus had a fireball bottle back there. And all it turned out to be was a bottle of Mountain Dew Code Red. I saw that red cap. I got excited. I thought it was strawberry well, milk. I don't like red uh, red ball, but I probably drink some of that crap I watched last night. God, I mean, that was just that was just awful. That's the worst looking uh, yeah. game of the barns there. It really was. That one was bad. Uh, I mean, you can make the argument, too, the uh, – who was it we played? Texas Tech, in which we only scored like 43 points. That one was bad. But last night, that was just – there was just no excuse for last night. No. I mean, absolutely no excuse for that offensive performance. Dalton well, Connect, when Dalton Connect is your only guy that is producing anything, you're not going to win ball games. That's at any level of basketball. If you've got one guy that's going to go for 30 points, for 40 points, but you got everybody yeah, around, else win. around him not doing anything yeah. else, you're not going to win. I think Barnes has browbeat them all week but worked them too hard. They, they looked tired last night. They uh, they look very very sluggish. I thought they well, looked very sluggish. Barnes is scary. I mean, good night. <laughs> well, I didn't, we didn't even talk about this NCAA crap. I was waiting to talk about that tomorrow, I guess. I mean, what yeah. the hell's going on? Well, Phil, the NCAA is about to be abolished. I'm putting it on a T-shirt. Really? Yeah, you want one? Yeah. <laughs> you want to put one on there, really? Yeah, we're, we're going to make a T-shirt that says abolish the NCAA. And horns down. <laughs> and horns down. <laughs> well, you think there's anything to worry about this uh, crap with the NCAA? No, now that no. now the state of Tennessee and the state of Virginia they, have filed a lawsuit against them, they, that, they're yeah. gonna, they might cease to exist. Yeah, but why are they picking on Tennessee when everybody else is doing the same thing? I don't, I don't understand it. Well, I don't know, like – because here's what the NCAA does. They find a school that has had recent success, and they look at them and the people that are on the board of governors or whatever for the NCAA who have no concept of how the history of this sport works or how the sport has gone historically, and they look at this, well, Tennessee shouldn't be a good team. Why are they a good team? Let's find something that they did in NIL and let's try to put some infractions on them. They're doing the same thing with Florida State right now. Mm-hmm. Something that neither – that like neither team has done in the past 10 years, is be relevant. I mean, Florida State has a national title in football back in 2013. But nobody on that panel probably remembers Tennessee being the dominant force that it was in football. Nobody remembers Florida State being as dominant as it was back in the 90s when Bobby Bowden was there. As a matter of fact, they probably don't even remember Miami being Mm -hmm. dominant like they were in Miami. You you were not going to beat that team. Mm -hmm. You were not going to beat that Miami team when they were as dominant as they were. If Nebraska were to go out and be good all of a sudden, they're going to find yeah. something on Nebraska. Yeah. Well, one more thing here, guys, and I'll get off here. I guess I've calmed down. I'm sorry about the going crazy on the Hell, radio. I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> well, might have been, but still not feeling good about it. But uh, in the amazing uh, – since Saban's been there, Auburn's been put on probation. 
Ole Miss has been put on probation. LSU's been put on probation. And we've been put on probation. There might be some, there may be some more teams on there I can't think of right now at the top of my head. You know what? Those are the few teams that have beat Alabama once, at least once. And, uh. Yep, that, that's a good point. I never thought about it that way. Kind of like, you know, I always revert back to this when you talk about the NCAA and its stupid penalties. But, I mean, you look back, SMU didn't really get under the NCAA microscope until they beat Texas in Eric Dickerson's freshman year. That's true. Yeah. That's when they went under the microscope because they felt like SMU just shouldn't be a good football team and they just beat Texas. It's like, okay, well, what are they doing? They must be doing something wrong. We got to go investigate these people. They're winning ball games. All right, guys. I'll. Um, we'll uh, talk about the NCAA tomorrow. I just uh, that Rick Barnes garbage last night just put me on trigger. All right. <laughs> Appreciate the phone call, Billy. We'll talk to you soon. Stay with us. Mark the tape with Marcus Young coming up next right here on Fan Run Radio. Making a better vodka soda ain't rocket science. You just got to start with a better vodka. And then voila. As the argument continues on, even through the break, back here on the G.I. Jake Show, it is time to mark the tape with Marcus Young. Marcus, what you got for me? Hi, Jake. Hi. Hey, Marcus. Brett. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This this is going to be a tough one for me, honestly. A couple things I'm going to go into. Uh, First of all, I'm shocked that this Justin Tucker thing is taking a life of its own. <laughs> Justin Tucker uh, saying that he doesn't understand why it's a big deal. He does the same thing that he's done for the last 12 seasons, and it's never been a big deal. Apparently he said Mahomes asked him if he could move his stuff over. He did. And then Kelsey comes over and uh, throws his helmet and then says something I can't say um, on radio. Uh, talking about Justin Tucker. It, it's just, it's insane. I think this is the moment. I think this is the moment. You talk about finding reasons to, to hate Mahomes. <laughs> I think this game and the way that they were acting is the moment that people can finally start saying, you know what, I'm tired of, of Kelsey. I'm tired of Mahomes. So the hot take is at, overreacting over a kicker doing what he's done for the last 12 seasons here it is. The hot take, Kelsey, Mahomes, they're the devil. I'm done with them. Like, I don't want them to ever win again. I want them to just coast through regular season, maybe make the playoffs, and they get knocked out. When Andy Reid retires, we'll see how Mahomes can actually play without his coach. And, we'll, you know, this, this is it. They're the villains now. Do you want to take this one, Jake? No. Nah. No, I, I really That's don't. That's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. You're a kicker. Go on somewhere. You lost. He does something for 12. By you the way, lost. By the way. Why is he kicking from the one-yard line? He he does the same warm-ups every single Mahomes game. Mahomes doesn't? This is his stadium. I don't understand why this is such a – and by the way, Justin Tucker was even said, I don't know why it's a big deal. Mahomes asked me to move it. I moved it. Like, 
Kelsey is the reason why it's blown up. So don't act like this is Tucker going to the media saying whatever he Seems wants like to say. It. The media came to him and asked about it. He says, I don't think this is a big deal. He asked me to move. I moved, and they still decided to do stuff. He didn't make it into a big deal. Kelsey has made it into a big deal. This is why they're the villains now. And this is why any Kansas City Chief fan, Brett, is now the villain of the NFL. Because you come on here saying, like, oh, it looks like Tucker's talking to the media about this, making it a bigger deal. The media's doing their job Nobody asking him the question. Yeah. Else asked the, Kelsey yes. about it? Yes, he did. He has a quote that I can't say on air. I can't tell you what okay, he said. Prefer- what did he say? He said he's a bleeping uh, gamecock. That's what he called him. <laughs> did they ask Tucker about that L he took, too? They were talking to him about the whole thing, but they had to talk to him about that because obviously it blew up our media. This is nothing burger. It's a nothing it's burger. Yeah, it absolutely. is. It is. They're the villains. Why? This is because the moment. of a kicker? Because they decided to act all pretentious Mom's during the warm-ups. Mahomes got bigger fist of fries than Justin Tucker. Yeah, well, he's about to lose the Super Bowl. Yeah, just like he was supposed Number to lose two, to Josh Allen. Number two, loser of the Super Bowl, Kansas City Chiefs. I'm doing it every single day until we finally get to the Super Bowl. The Chiefs are going to lose. The 49ers are going to win. <laughs> I'm over Patrick Mahomes. He's the a what? loser. He's a villain. The I hate goat? him. The what game? You're disgusting. The wet game. <laughs> uh, number three, Would you rather four, me say moist? I don't want you to say anything anymore. I'm getting ready to turn your mic off if you say that word again. Uh, my, name, my name is on the show. Good good for you. Uh, <laughs> game. Number three. Uh, the wet game. I'm going to go ahead and talk about a little bit. We've talked about it all day, but this Tennessee uh, frenzy with the NCAA. Uh, my hot take with this, honestly, is just this is going to be another loss for the NCAA and Tennessee is going to come out ahead of it, and I think we're finally going to see the NCAA completely crumble and show that they are literally nothing, and we don't need them anymore. Um, this is this was going to be the, the final straw to break the camel's back that is the NCAA. They're about to fall down. Uh, they're about to be old yellered. This, we're, we're about to put the dog down, and that's what's going to happen during this lawsuit. Um, now that I'm trying to put together something with the NBA, because the NBA has just completely thrown me off. Uh, I don't understand, besides my Celtics being who who we all thought they were going to be, the rest of the NBA has, has completely shocked me. The Clippers have been better than I expected with James Harden at, at on that team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, like what happened there? Like where did they come from all of a yeah. sudden? I don't understand where that has come from. Uh, I, I don't understand how Minnesota – has completely I, I I don't think they're a bad team. I just I always saw them as a bubble team. And they're 33 and 14. Uh Denver's doing what they're doing. OKC has been playing pretty incredible. Um and then you know what? I've already talked about how I think about the Heat, how I think they're going to be excluding the playing game, how I think they're going to get knocked out. I've seen Doc Rivers firsthand. Mm-hmm. He brought me a championship. I appreciate <laughs> him for that. Mhm. The Bucks under Doc Rivers will not win anything. They'll make it to the playoffs. They'll probably win a couple rounds. But as long as Doc Rivers is in Milwaukee, the the Milwaukee Bucks are never going to win another championship. They're just not. I know you have Giannis, who's probably the, one of the top three players, maybe top five players, depending on your argument, in the NBA right now. You have Dame. And you have a good winning record right now. But if you're firing a coach because you think that you can't do it with him, and you bring in Doc Rivers, who hasn't won anything since 2008, 
I'm sorry. You're going to be that stagnant team. You're going to be just like the Clippers were when he was there with Blake Griffin and Chris Paul. You're going to be the same team that he was with with the 76ers with Joel Embiid, Tobias Harris, uh, Ben Simmons. You're not going to get it done. What uh, percentage would you give coaching in the NBA? I mean, it's a massive deal to it. I, I think to me, it's like if NBA, you said you have Giannis and Dame, aren't they ninety percent of? Then why fire the coach? Do? Why fire the coach midway through the season? Because the player had the players had a problem with him. They had a problem with him. They seemed happy with the with the hire at the beginning. I mean, how much do you account the Boston Celtics coach? I don't even know his name to be honest. Joe Mazzula, how dare you? How dare, he was he was struggling, right? But I mean, where is he struggling? No, he was last year. They wanted him fired, right? That that's like Jamie people like Jamie. Jamie. Well, wanted... no, I'm just asking what percentage do you give a NBA coach? Genuinely, like... I would probably give it about forty percent. Okay. Because to me, it, you have like you. If it's all based on the players, mm-hmm. then it is. if it's it's not because if it was all based on the players, then we wouldn't see what teams were kind of going to win every single time. Because you still got Steve. Kerr in Golden State. Right. They still have Steph Curry. They still have all the guys that they have on their team, and yet they're not just constantly winning. Well, I, L.A. is not constantly winning, and they have the quote-unquote best player in the NBA okay. on their team. Why well, aren't they constantly well, winning? Well, I just ask that because we consider Popovich to be the greatest coach of all time, I right? Don't. No. He is. He's not. He is. But he is. It's fine. But I'm just saying, if that was the coaching, case, coaching doesn't matter. It does. No, it doesn't because they're what? Are, then why hire anyone? Why have a head coach? They're ten and thirty-seven. Just have a Coaching G. Just have a GM put together matter. a team and then say go play basketball. I mean, that's coaches a, some of them do that. Now let's call that like it is. Some NBA teams, it's basically you organized pickup ball. You have to have talent to win. You have to have talent to win, but a lot of these have a coaching staff to win. But a lot of these teams are basically out there playing organized pickup basketball. Yes. I got a question. As a Celtics fan, who? I mean, you're probably not really scared of anyone, but in the East, who's like? The biggest threat in your eyes, or the biggest competitor? Um, genuinely, the only team that I would have concern over meeting in the playoffs. Let's look at the standings right now. Um, the Knicks oh, have jumped up to three. It's, it's the They've box. been hot. I'm gonna go down. I'll go down from ten. I'll start with the Hawks. I'm not scared of the Hawks. Yep. Not scared of the Bulls. <laughs> not scared of the Magic. The Heat. I'll I'll come back to them. Uh, <laughs> Pacers. Maybe I do like Halliburton. I think he's a very very good player. 76ers, not scared. They can't beat us in the playoffs. They just can't. They're they're they have a choke job every time they hit the playoffs against the Celtics. Dude, they've been cursed since the seventies. I'm not what? scared of them. Not scared of the Cavs. Knicks could be interesting, but I'm not gonna say that they're they'd be a surprise team. Gotta but see it first. Yeah. Bucks, I'm not scared of the Bucks either. Um back to the Heat. The Heat's the one that's the most interesting to me because the history we have with them in the playoffs. I know that we uh, blew them out. I mean, it was a pretty bad game by them uh, recently. The Heat just didn't look like a actual NBA team for a minute there. Well, no, because the Heat are like the Vols right now. You got one or two guys that are scoring, but then you got everybody else that's just taking the night off. Jaime Hawkins might they be on, but Tyler Hero's not. They don't have enough scoring. No, I mean, They're one of the least. They, they only average like 105 said, points a game. We said that last year. And I mean, the playoffs are different animal. I mean, you'd only, yeah, that's if you why, get to 100. That's you know why I mean? if I'm ranking yeah. the top three teams I'd be worried about, i put the Heat at the top just because they do get hot in the playoffs, despite what I think is going to happen to them this year. Right. 
they they are a different animal when you meet them in the playoffs. Number two for me would then be probably the Pacers. After that would be the Knicks. But everyone else in there, I'm not scared of the 76ers Wait. at all, and I'm not scared of the Bucks. Really? Wow. No. 76ers choke every time they're you in the You have playoffs. the Heat and Pacers ahead of the Bucks yes. and 76ers? As Bucks a Celtics guard, fan man. of who I'm scared about, yeah, 100%. Wow. Well, that's, that's a hot one. Stay yes, with us. That's definitely a hot take. Final segment of the program and Brett's Best Bets coming up right here on Fan Run Radio. White Claw is taking hard seltzer to new heights with White Claw Surge. At 8% alcohol, White Claw Surge is a stronger wave of refreshment that doesn't compromise on taste. Available in four bold waves of flavor like ripe blackberry, citrusy blood orange, zesty natural lime, and tart cranberry. Check out your favorite retailer in-store and online for the White Claw Surge variety 12-pack and 16-ounce single-serve cans. White Claw Surge, please drink responsibly. Is your home's exterior in need of a makeover? If so, it's time to call North Knox Siding and Windows. Transform your home's curb appeal with premium siding options. From classic to modern styles, they've got something to suit every taste. Upgrade to energy efficient windows that'll keep your home comfortable all year round while saving you money on your energy bills. North Knox Siding and Windows, get ready to fall in love with your home all over again. Online at North Knox Siding and Windows. Are you ready to elevate your driving experience? Then you need to head over to your hometown dealership, Parkside Kia, home of the lifetime warranty. Discover the latest Kia cars and SUVs where technology meets style. Our friendly staff is here to make your car buying experience a breeze. Don't wait. Visit Parkside Kia today and drive home in the Kia of your dreams. Check them out online at parksidekia.com and visit their showroom at 9929 Parkside Drive. Parkside Kia, where your journey begins. Are you tired of looking at that piece of furniture that is wore down but you don't want to get rid of it? Go see our friends at Sun Upholstery and Fabric. Locally and family owned and operated with over 67 years of combined experience. Located at 8913 Oak Ridge Highway. Give them a call today at 865-237-3272 or visit them online at fabricsun.com. That's fabricsun.com and be sure to tell Stan that you heard about him right here on Fan Run Radio. Are you ready to make your dream home a reality? Hi, I'm Bo Kregner, and here at the Kregner Group at Realty Ex- Final segment of the program. It is time to make some money. It is time for Brett's best bets. Depends on who you listen to, yeah, right? Depends on who you listen to. Depends on how you, if you play them, how you're supposed to play them. It is time for Brett's best bets, presented by SM Athletics. Brett, you're up. What's my record right now? Did I go? What did I go? Three and five. So I went one and three last night. Yep. Mm, man, better than some. Um, anyway, uh, I'm going to go Georgia plus five and a half at home tonight against Bama. Bama struggles on the road. Georgia can put up some points. I like Georgia tonight, uh, plus five and a half. Uh, I like the King. The Heat have been struggling, straight struggling. Uh, I like the Kings getting plus one and a half. I think it's at the Heat. Um, also, the Mavs just score, so getting 12 and a half is a lot uh, with Luka and Kyrie getting 12 and a half at the Timberwolves. Uh, and then I'm going to do a uh, hockey one. I'm going to take the Preds over the Kings uh, straight up tonight at home. All right. Marcus. I'm boycotting. 
Okay, well, let's make Jake, some bets. Jake, help him out. We'll, we'll make some bets for you, okay? So they will not go against my record even if they all four hit. Yes, they will because <laughs> no, these, they are, won't. these are no, even odds. No. These are even odds. I'm not giving I you any underdogs. I will quote tweet hey, we every counted Josiah record. James with a zero last night. Okay, well, Marcus, here's watch your, yourself. Your, first, <laughs> your first bet is going to be Colgate minus 13.5 against Army. But you're off to a good start. I'm, so I'll take Army. American on the, on the money line straight up against yeah, okay. Lafayette College. Mm. That's a team that loves the spread. They're only favored by one, so we're going to go ahead and give you the money line, give you a little bit of extra juice. Then we're going to take Presbyterian minus one and a half against USC Upstate, and then you're going to take Indiana State at minus eight and a half on the road versus <laughs> Belmont. Marcus, this this is actually not a bad <laughs> slate for you. That's four and zero right there. If uh, I ever heard it. It very well might be. I'm, I'm I'm boycotting. I'm not taking it. It will not count to my record. I stay at 0 and it 8. It will count to your record. I will. No, it does not. I it make is, I make the rules. It, well, sorry, you're you're like the NCAA to me right now. <laughs> Jack. All right, we'll me? go Vanderbilt over Auburn. Oh, we'll he's go doing Army it. Army over right, Colgate. Northwestern over Purdue. And Northwest. No. Valparaiso. I'm not saying that. <laughs> Valparaiso. Valpo. Just say Valpo. <laughs> Whatever. I don't care. Valpo. We'll do that. Those are, the, are, are these all money lines? Those are all money lines. Parlay. Uh, Five dollars would get me ninety-six thousand dollars. We'll do that. How about Whoa. that? Okay. We'll go, so give me your picks again. We're gonna go with all the teams that are clearly going Valparaiso. to lose. So Army money line. Who else are you going? You're going well, Valpo? No, North Valpo. Yeah, that, yeah, we'll do what well, – I don't know how I care. I don't really care. Obviously, <laughs> they're, in, they're literally plus 1,600. Like, oh, wow. Okay, <laughs> okay what, what's your other They're one? over Drake. We'll go Vanderbilt over Auburn. Northwestern over Purdue. Wow. wow. If you're forcing me to do it, then that's what we're doing. Okay, I thought I had a good slate for it. I, I, I thought I really did. Watch this hit now. If this hits, then I – I'd love to see Purdue lose, though. He might quit. <laughs> yeah. Golly. All Val- right. Valpo. 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 <laughs> I like, I, that's one of those that just stumps you kind of like. We got, yeah, Jack. What's Jack got? So uh, I got Providence at UConn. The spread's 13. I thought that mm-hmm. was a little wide. Providence beating Wisconsin, so they're a pretty solid team. I'm taking mm-hmm. Providence to cover. I just think I know Miami's on a seven-game losing streak, but golly, they just got to win one. I'm taking them on the money line. Mm. Uh, Nuggets are at OKC. I'm pretty sure J-Dub's not playing, so I'm taking Nuggets money line. And then Florida at Kentucky. I'm taking Kentucky to cover the spread of six. All righty. I'm going to take Purdue at home against Northwestern at minus 12 and a half. You're a fool. I'm I'm going to take Baylor (laughs) minus three and a half on the road at UCF. Kentucky, I actually got in it. I got in at minus five and a half against Florida. And then UConn, I'm going to take minus 12 and a half against Providence. <laughs> also, I noticed you going against Army there. What, what's going on here, huh? Yeah. Taking Colgate, taking the toothpaste over the, toothpaste. Over, over the USA. What's going on? The military's uh, like. Well, the, you, think, you think Auburn's no. going to take down Vanderbilt? Those smart boys down there, they're going to come up with a game plan because coaching does matter in basketball, well, Brett. Same with well, Vanderbilt's going to take down well, Bruce Pearl. You're, you're a love child over there at Auburn. First of all, the service academy's athletic departments are ran by third parties, and none of those guys are actually in the military yet. Going for Edie? Huh? You love Purdue so much. What happened to Dalton Connect being the player of the year? You should go Northwestern every time. I, I bet with my brain, not my heart, Marcus. <laughs> oh, man. 
Man, man, man. This what, has, what a without show. a doubt, what a show. been one of the most controversial, argumentative shows I have ever done. If you noticed at one point, I just stood back, sat back, along with my buddy Jack over here. We just watched. We just watched and listened to the chaos that ensued. Got Phil fired up. Phil. What? You might have to call and check on him after the show. Or maybe I should, since I got him riled up. You know what you're, you're going to do after the show, Brett? You're going to go buy a 12-pack of Coors Light. Jeez, no. You're going to get him a sack full of crystals with a large fry. Who? This one I'm going to go Coke. get Phil? This is what you're going to go get Phil. Oh. He's a Coors guy? I think so. Okay. Because I don't want to piss him off anymore if I bring him the wrong stuff. What, if, what would you do if he just took that case of beer, that 24-pack, and just slung it sideways <laughs> and just bashed Brett's head in with it? I didn't do anything to piss him off, I didn't think. Oh, my goodness. I think I could piss him off any more Marcus does with his B.J. Edwards stuff. <laughs> I mean, I didn't get him groveling and tell me to put the put it in my pipe and smoke it. You did that. <laughs> God, That's true. I did that- do that. That is going to do it for us. Thank you, Marcus. Uh, At least we don't boot him from our show. Thank you, Jack. Thank you, Jake. Thank you, Brett. Thank you, Jake. The Herd with Colin Cowherd is coming up next. Stay locked in for more Fan Run Radio right after this.